The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Exploring our oneness with spirit and each other. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Discover hope and healing from the other side. Welcome to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. Listen, they're all around you, close as a thought or a memory. Listen, there's songs around you that dance in the air like a melody. Messages of Hope. everybody. This is Suzanne and welcome back to Messages of Hope. Suzanne Wilson is my guest today and she will be joining us shortly. We also have another guest, Tina Powers. I look forward to introducing you to both of these wonderful mediums, beautiful souls, dear friends. Our topic today is one of my favorites. It's about synchronicity. That's a term that I heard throughout my life but didn't have a whole lot of experience with uh it's those moments when you say oh that's just a coincidence but when you get to know synchronicity when you have it happen over and over you learn there's a very distinct difference between coincidence and true connections with the greater reality which is what synchronicity represents but i want my guests to talk more about that i just wanted to give you a little teaser what we're going to be talking about so let me first tell you about our guests we'll bring them in i'll talk a little bit more about synchronicity and we three ladies are just going to chat and share stories and open up your minds to what is possible when you connect with the greater reality and help you to realize when you may have been part of truly great synchronicities. So my first guest is Tina Powers. She's a former news anchor, so she could probably be doing this show for me right now, and a reporter who now works as a professional medium, receives psychic messages, and as Tina laughingly says, it's reporting for the other side as a medium now. She lectures on intuition and holds private sessions with clients at the world-renowned Miraval Resort in Arizona. In fact, she's just finishing up an event there. Uh, Tina's the author of two books, a children's book called The Land of Imagination, and the second is called Reporting for the Other Side, a chronicle of her journey from the news media to the spiritual world. Tina, welcome to the show. Hi there. Thanks for having me, Suzanne. How fun. I love synchronicity. Oh, it's a pleasure. Our meeting is synchronicity, right? In oh, a absolutely. Way. It is. It's really funny because we've spoken at the same conferences, or maybe at least just one that I'm aware of, but we didn't have a chance to meet, just like with Suzanne Wilson and I, and when we finally met, and you and I are going to meet at a conference this weekend, so it's funny that we're... I have you on my show <laughs> before we meet. <laughs> Don't you love it? I do, and I know that you know Suzanne well, so let's bring her in here. Hopefully she's on the line. Suzanne, are you there? I am here and glad to be here. Thanks for the invite. Thank Yay. you. Hi, <laughs> it's so funny. How do I know which one? Well, I know the differentiation in your voices, but it's, I love that it's, it's Suzanne and Suzanne. 
Suzanne. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, what's really funny for those of you listening is that I'm actually sitting in Suzanne Wilson's office in Carefree, Arizona. She's on the other side of a glass wall so that we can both use different headsets. But she has her office and classroom in the town of Carefree, so she's known as the Carefree Medium, which I really love. And she mm-hmm. teaches classes here and online and does events has books and meditations. I hope you will look up both of these ladies. I'll give you their websites, their web addresses later. But like Tina, Suzanne's mission is to help people all over the world learn to make their own connections with loved ones and guides in spirit. So ladies, the topic is synchronicity. Uh, Tina, I want to start with you because when we were just chatting about the show yesterday, you said that you had just had a really cool synchronicity. So Rather than just talk about what synchronicity is, why don't you give us an example that just happened? Well, you know what? I've been thinking over and over in my mind about this trip that I'm I'm going to be going to the Netherlands, and I'm super excited about it. I have some friends there, and it's a women's conference there. But I was having trouble booking my flight and figuring out timing in two different airports. And so I was online over and over and over going, okay, do I press the button and just buy my ticket? And so I'm I'm doing a reading at Miraval yesterday. And at the end of the reading, it turns out that she's a travel agent. She used to live in the Netherlands. Oh, my gosh. And international travel is her specialty, and she'd be happy to help me. <laughs> I was oh. like, yay! Good so one, good one. one. Mm-hmm. I was very yeah. happy about that. <laughs> so some people might say, again, that was just, just luck that you happened to not buy that ticket in advance and that that person had to be there, but it's those kind of examples that you can't deny. So let's get technical for a minute and tell everybody who's listening that the, the definition of a synchronicity actually came, first came from psychologist Carl Jung. And it refers to two or more events that occur in close proximity that don't have any causal connection, but they seem to be meaningfully related. So that's what Tina just shared with us. Suzanne, the other Suzanne, it is funny to use the same name. <laughs> How does synchrony play, synchronicity play out in your life? And we'll get to your work later. Well, life is not just a series of random events. And you mentioned Carl Jung. He used that concept of synchronicity to argue the existence of the paranormal or the above the norm in our life as being normal and not really anything different or scary or or anything like that. When we are feeling positive emotions, the heart beats out a different message than it does when we're worried or anxious. And it produces a a big magnetic field that emanates from our body. And that magnetic field can attract to us what it is that we want, what it is that we're grateful um, for having in our life and give us more of that. But it's up to us to pay close attention and focus and recognize when synchronicity is at work. I love that. It's funny, it's almost like you were looking at the notes that I'd made a point to mention, the paranormal. Uh-huh. <laughs> Are you psychic or something? <laughs> yeah, we're two Suzannes. <laughs> uh, I love it. So, Tina, you teach intuition. Is Do you see any kind of connection between intuition and people that use their intuition and have more awareness of synchronicity? I think so. I think we can certainly feel when we're not in synchronicity. I don't know about you two ladies, but you can, I, there's a discerning eye that I can sometimes feel when I'm outside of it and going, oh, am I, as Suzanne just said, am I in ease? Am I back in a relaxed state? And am I sending out You know, not fear, false evidence appearing real. And I think in order to teach, we all have to go through certain circumstances ourselves, right, of what that feels like to be out and back in and so that we can help that. So, yes, I think so many times the people that attend the classes say there was this still small voice inside that said, you know what, just 
just follow through, make the phone call, don't be afraid. Um, and so when they did that, it led to them being on the bus on their way to Miraval or wherever else it is, meeting somebody. I believe we have destiny points with certain individuals as well. That when we follow that, that succinct, still voice, it really can work out nicely, don't you all think? Oh, definitely. I, I feel that uh, synchronicities are the universe's way of telling us you're in the flow. I, some people have referred yes. to think synchronicities as God winks. And when you're not in that flow, you just mm-hmm. keep hitting a wall. So to me, they're signs that you're listening to the universe. What do you think, Suzanne? Well, you know, I was watching a video the other night of Deepak Chopra, and he calls them the synchronicities, the conspiracy of improbabilities that are <laughs> synchronized in time. And I thought, wow, improbabilities, mm. things that you wouldn't expect to have happen, and yet here they are drawing your attention in. But they're joyful things. They're happy things. Yes, they're yeah validations that you're on the right path or their answers to questions that you've been asking. I don't know why it is that some people say they never get them. My, I suspect it's because they're not focused. You really have to practice mm. awareness of your life's events. And I've heard um, you, Suzanne, with a Z, say, uh, pay <laughs> attention to what is getting your attention, right? Mm. Absolutely. And and it's magical when you do start noticing. Suzanne, I'm going to come back after talking to Tina here for a minute and ask you to share a favorite synchronicity. So I'll give you a minute to, to bring one to mind if you don't have one already. But uh, Tina, so many loved ones say, I don't feel my loved ones around. I don't hear them. Is there a way that loved ones, in your experience, use synchronicity to communicate with family members here? Mm. You know, and, and, and what's happened uh, during my readings, a lot of times the loved ones from the other side, sometimes I call it a, it's a universal setup from them. Yeah, yeah I use that term. <laughs> yes, and um, so, you know, sometimes it might be, you know, I'm trying to think of some of the funniest ones I've had, and I'll look back on that. But even if we just think about the cardinal, um, yes, and I believe that there are certain things in this environment that are easier for our loved ones to maneuver, and there really is no limit. It's just perhaps what what we are able to uh, take in or notice. But as I was reading for this woman yesterday, um, a picture came in my mind's eye, and um, it was of this beautiful cardinal. And I said to her, you know, your mother's talking about the cardinal and that she sends you this uh, sign. Could also be called a synchronicity. She said, it's been sitting outside my room um, this whole time. And I thought, oh, people just say that, the cardinals show up. I said, well, I believe your mother set that up <laughs> so that, that we could synchronously, you know, I could talk about that. So that you could get a validation also that what you thought was true was true. You know, so often I feel we, yeah, we get that feeling, right? And then we go, oh, "Oh, I just made that up. (laughs) It's real. That is that is the biggest challenge for people to to acknowledge that it's real. I love that you made that point, Tina, because when we say, oh, I just made that up, I would like you you folks who are listening, to think about what that would feel like to your loved ones who are really working hard to guide that cardinal to sit outside the window or to set up certain synchronicities. And there they are thinking, oh, this is a good one. And and we say, oh, I just made that up. <laughs> We've just, just <laughs> devalued all of their efforts. So give them the benefit of the doubt, please. Suzanne, do you have a favorite synchronicity yeah. to share? Well, you know, I was doing a reading for um, bereaved parents, and all three of us are going to be this weekend at the Helping Parents Heal First Annual Conference, so this is timely. This young man that was coming through was named Garrett, and his mom and dad were having this session, and Garrett... Uh, early on in the reading established that he was quite the talented young musician. He'd actually been on tour worldwide with his band. And so 
one thing I wasn't understanding that he was showing me was he was reaching up and going, making a click, 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 click sound. And I saw him like pushing some kind of button or lever. And I said, I, guys, I have no idea what this is. Help me out. And mom and dad right away said, it is him. Garrett has been using the house intercom system, making it click, click, click rhythmically and wow. to communicate and let us know that he's there. And so that was a nice validation for them. And I'm like, okay, great. All right. In the next three, four weeks, I have two more click, click, click things that happen. I have a young lady coming in for her mother in a reading, and the young lady is saying that she uses the dog clicker. You know, there's a little training clicker that you can use for dogs, and mm-hmm. it just yeah. goes click, click. Mm-hmm. They've been hearing it pressed when it was just sitting uh-huh. um, on the kitchen counter, and she said she, was, she could click two um, clicks for yes, one click for no. And so they had been communicating with, with her, like, oh, my gosh, there's a synchronicity. Wow. But wait for it. <laughs> and I have another reading with a young man coming in, and um, he's showing me the same thing using the home intercom system. So I finally like, was like, duh, I get it, guys. Y- you want me to help spread the word that the loved ones on the other side are using some sort of Morse code or something, their own code. They're letting you know we're still here, we're still part of your life, and we're doing great. And if you want to take it even a step further, some of them actually have figured out how to communicate um, answers to questions or give information. And so that was great learning for me that I've been able to incorporate into my intuition development courses. Isn't that cool? I love that. Very very cool and exciting, I would think, for all of you who are listening to know that our loved ones who have passed are capable of this kind of thing. And of course they are because they are still very much alive in another reality. They're still very intelligent, very creative, and this is what synchronicities show us. So if there's any takeaway from this show, it's that synchronicity isn't just a chance happening. In my experience, it's a deliberate the result of deliberate effort from those on the other side to show us there is a greater reality and the two realities are completely intertwined. Yeah. So Tina, have you had, have you had experiences of asking for a sign and then it comes through so clearly in a synchronistic event that you feel as if the somebody in spirit actually told you to ask for that sign? I have, and <laughs> are you psychic? <laughs> <laughs> we really did not discuss this in advance. <laughs> I have to. I I have this really wonderful story I was thinking of this morning, and and it was, you know, it was something. Yeah, I was asking. I was in Chicago, and uh, I had been uh, living there for a while, and I kept getting this intuitive feeling that I was to move back to Arizona. And, you know, a lot of my family is in Arizona, but like the logical mind was saying, oh, well, that's just moving backwards. You know how the the critic can have fun if we let it go wild, right? Oh, well, you know, why would you do that? You know, and so what I did, and I do this sometimes, is that I finally, I just said, I would love an unmistakable sign if I'm to move back to Tucson, Arizona, and I let go of it. Um, So you know how we can, um, it's almost like being in the car and we're on a road trip and we're like, uh, has any time passed and it doesn't pass because we're staring at the clock. So I think sometimes when we ask for a sign, if we let go of it or there's sort of a lapse or release of that. So uh, it was one of the times I was able to not be emotional and let go in a certain way. Months later, and it wasn't right away, I'm in Arizona and I was on my way. Um, I love working uh, also in theater and, and, and that kind of movie Part. There's just a part of me that enjoys being around a set. I was on my way to just do some uh, background work there, and I pull out of a driveway. I have a friend with me, and there's this van that crosses my path. It's a white van. On it is pink, pink spray paint. It says, Welcome Home, Tina. Now, I'm oh in my Tucson. God. Oh. 
Wow. Awesome. So I turned to my friend who she's very intuitive. I said, am I just seeing that? Or do you see that message there? She said, no, I see it. I see it. And so talk about that was one of the most spectacular signs. But of course, my funny friends go, you don't know where that van was going. And I said, that van was in Tucson. <laughs> wow. So that's a, yeah, so I, you asked for I a came here. Me over the head sign. That is fantastic. It doesn't always happen that way, but gosh, sometimes, right? Uh, you know, to make sure that I, I would get back here, and then a lot happened in Arizona that was very wonderful. Wow, wow! Thank you for that one. I love it. I love mm-hmm. when I love when you get shocked. I hope everybody listening kind of jolted like I did with that one. <laughs> Unmistakable, indeed. Suzanne, I'm going to ask you for an example of one of these. Well, I share one as well, but because I've become convinced by the way some synchronicities play out, that when you're not only in the habit of asking for a general sign, when you ask for a specific sign and you get it, it's because those on the other side know that it's already in your path and it's going to unfold. It's kind of like, oh, this is going to be good. Let's watch this. And my favorite example it happened around the writing of my book, Wolf's Message. Those of you who've read the book will have heard this story. But I'd been on the road giving a presentation called Heart Gifts about the young man named Wolf, whose story I tell. And on the way home, driving home a couple hours in Florida from one of those talks, suddenly I became aware of Wolf's presence. And he said to me, you need to put all of this from the presentation into a book. And this is happening silently while I'm driving our bus. And I said to him silently, I'm not ready to write another book. I just finished writing a book. I don't want to write a book. And he said, write the book. It'll be, you know, it has a very important message to share with people. So I said to him, well, it would probably have to be a really small book, kind of like that that book by by Mitch Album called Tuesdays with Maury. That book just flashed in my mind clear as day, the book by Mitch Album. And I said, all right, Wolf, if I'm going to drop everything I'm doing and write your story in a book, I'm going to need an awful big sign, unmistakable sign, just like Tina asked for. So two hours later, Ty and I arrive home. First thing we do is go to our mailbox, and there's a package for me, one that I had not expected at all, and it's from Wolf's dad and stepmother, Mike and Beth. Well, this is a surprise. I open it up, and what's inside but the latest little book by Mitch Album. That's nice. Wow. It was in that, that, that was one of those moments where I gasped, you know, oh. and, and my husband is so used to me doing those gasps that he doesn't even <laughs> ask me for what is it. He just waits. And I said, you know, it's like, Wolf knew that package was in the mailbox and put the, the, the thought in my head. So, so mm-hmm. Suzanne, do you agree that, that they, many times our loved ones do, the, not all our thoughts are our own? Yeah, I mean, they're getting their jollies out of seeing us pick up what they're whispering in our ear. And, you know, they have discussion circles on the other side where they sit around and they talk about the loved ones here. Oh, Tina's moving back to Arizona. I've been after her for a while with that suggestion. Oh, gosh, I've got something really cool arranged for her, you guys. Do you want to watch with me when she sees the sign, Welcome Home, Tina? I mean, it literally is like that. When I interviewed um, so many really great souls from the other side. And when I was writing um, Soul Smart, uh, I was debating whether or not to have what I call Soul Smart tips in the mm. book. And um, I thought, well, you know, I, I, I really want people to have an ABC, one, two, three, easy to way to make their own connection with guides and loved ones, people and pets in spirit. But tips. Doesn't that sound kind of strange? And I can't believe I started seeing the word tip everywhere. Uh, I opened my Mm. email and there was some blog post about um, how much to tip different people, to tip your hairdresser (laughs) or whatever, you know. And then I was on uh, Google Play and there was some kind of a calculator thing I was downloading, and the first thing it, it, that popped up when I was downloading this really fancy calculator program was how to calculate a tip. I'm like, what? <laughs> You're kidding me. No. So I was getting no. those words. So then I thought, oh, that's not enough for me. I need more. 
I'm a, such a bad, bad client. For, you know, I'm always after my clients to pay attention to what's getting their attention. But anyway, so then I asked my grandfather, it's like, I, I really want this book to be good because you're in it. You know, you you were my mentor, um, and, and you were my father figure, and you were the preacher. You know, right? Yeah. So I asked him, can you give me a sign if this is the way the book should be? And I was getting a massage, um, and they were playing all this woo-woo music and, you know, strings and um, sitar music, and all of a sudden... Mm-hmm. An acoustical version of, and he walks with me, and he talks with me, and he tells me I am his own place. A a religious song out of nowhere with all this other stuff. That was one of my grandfather's favorite songs. Oh, beautiful. So I went home and said, yeah, that's that's the way way the book should be written, and I did. Exactly. Now, skeptics might say, well, you were looking for that word tip, so you saw it more. And that may be true, but it's because our the higher consciousness, in my understanding, snags us. I, I use that word a lot, the snags. Yeah. And you're, mm-hmm. you're, all of a sudden, that your consciousness, your attention is drawn to that for a reason. For a reason. Well, right. and LR, my... my um spirit guide leo roy he loves to do feathers to point out things mm. to me and he literally uses them to mark places uh-huh. so when i was looking for an office to rent there was a feather right in front of the door of the office i rented and then when my husband said well downstairs we can buy it on foreclosure you can buy your office instead of paying rent and i thought oh that's too scary for me i'm not a risk taker i went down there and in front of the door there were three little feathers I'm like okay lr we're going to do this deal isn't that cool wow I that's very love cool that. so mm-hmm. so it- I don't know. I think it's just a coincidence. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, well, wasn't skeptic, isn't it? I heard a Greek term for another solution. It wasn't that I don't believe or it can't be true. It was like, oh, let's look at this. So oh, wow. don't you, it's more positive than it sometimes is in this, in this realm, right? Or, yeah, I love and it, that. emotion plays a huge part. It, 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 this is not scientific stuff here, although there have been scientists, including Albert Einstein, who have spent a little bit of time studying synchronicity <laughs> and, you know, the universal consciousness and our connection all with each other, um, all with the divine source. But it, it is about emotion. It is about the, the reaction to, to these two or more signs that pop up that seem to be unrelated and yet have a deep meaning for us. The Intuition is a soul synchronicity because it, it happens inside, deep in our consciousness, and that flash of intuition is like the universe sending you a big message, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. And, and, and it's and distinct, so, don't you think? Say that think again, it Tina. Is. It's clear. It's succinct. It's clear. You know, that's how you know. It's one sentence. It's one phrase. It's not all over the place. Granddad, being a preacher, called it God's grace. Pay attention Mm. to God's grace. Watch for God's grace. God's grace is here. God's grace. That's beautiful. And so the takeaway from this is what's the point of synchronicities? It's To me, it's celebrating the magic of being part of something so much bigger than this world. It's just a big web, and it shows the interconnectedness, right? Right, yeah. and, a, and a compass, you know, an etheric and inside compass to go, yes, this direction, this is good. Yes, my heart opens more. Yes, there's relief in this direction. And yay, mm. it's magical. <laughs> Ooh, I, I like that. Talk about that a little more, Tina, relief in this direction. I think sometimes what we're looking for is, you know, our thoughts can get, you know, some people call it what the monkey mind or our emotion can get a hold of us, you know, but I I think in the moment, um, what we're really reaching for or what we're really wanting is to feel peace and relief, right? Um, no matter what the issue if we, you know, and on the larger scale, you know, the relief that our loved ones in another realm, the relief that we're all, we're going to see each other, that it's not over, that we're not just the human body so that we can relax and then do our soul's purpose while we're here too, you know? 
Exactly. And, and that's why synchronicity is, is fun. It's magical. It's not heavy. It makes us just, it makes our heart skip a beat and open up a little bit. And that, if, if anything brings relief, it's that focus on the heart and the, and the hope that comes with, with thinking in that moment. Is there really something else? So for those of you who may have joined us a little late, we're talking today with two wonderful, talented, authentic, honest mediums, Tina Powers. Her website is tinapowers.com and Suzanne Wilson, whose website is carefreemedium.com. We're at the bottom of the hour already. We're going to take a two-minute break. When we come back, talk more about synchronicity, and we're going to talk about looking for the meaning in these synchronicities. So be sure to come back for a lot more fun. If Unity Online Radio has helped you grow spiritually through programs like this one, please consider supporting this online radio programming. Visit www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you for helping us continue to serve as the voice of an awakening world. Be sure to grab the latest issue of Unity Magazine and read the interview with Ram Das, the iconic spiritual leader of the 60s. He's now focused on how to age consciously. Spiritual author Thomas Moore reflects on grumpy old men and women. And Barbara Bowen writes a touching story about her experience as a caregiver to her mother with dementia. To subscribe to Unity Magazine, go to unity.org and click on Publications. truly understand the laws of the universe and live a life based on these profound and unwavering truths, then your dream life starts today. No more waiting. No more wandering. If you're ready to let go of the striving and move into the allowing, you are ready for everyday attraction on Unity Online Radio. We study the teaching of Abraham given to us by beautiful Esther Hicks so we can release confusion for clarity, exchange struggle for serenity, and have the time of our lives today. Join host Ray Zander every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio for Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Did you know you can reach Unity's 24-7 prayer ministry online? You don't even have to give your name to know the prayers have begun for you or those you love. Someone has been praying around the clock at Silent Unity since 1890, and every request is taken into prayer for 30 days. Why not let us pray with you, too? To submit your prayer request to Silent Unity online, go to unity.org and click on prayer, or call 1-800-NOW-PRAY. Welcome back. You're listening to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. Hi, everybody. You know what I love about this show is it's fun. It's uplifting. Even though we sometimes talk about very serious topics, I want to focus on the magic, the wonder that comes from knowing there's a greater reality. And I have two really fun ladies with me today, two wonderful mediums, Tina Powers and Suzanne Wilson. And you, you're going to have to put up with us. There's a bunch of giggling happening here today. But here, before we get back to Tina and Suzanne, I wanted to share with you that music that just played, the, the Messages of Hope theme song, was written by my good friend Karen Taylor Good and her musical partner, Stowe Daly. They, they're known as... Stow good. Well, the topic today is synchronicity, and I have to share with you a synchronicity that happened around those two ladies. My assistant Bev and I were heading from Florida up to 
Boston to do an event, a speaking event, and we had a layover in Baltimore. So we get off the plane at Baltimore Washington International Airport, and what's the first thing you do when you get off an airplane? You head for the restroom. There's this big line, and we're like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, and oh, my, it must have been 20 stalls in the restroom, and one door opened, and I headed for that stall, and out steps Karen Taylor Good. Of all the people in the world, at all the airports in the world, it's this musician who wrote the Messages of Hope theme song for me. And I stopped and my jaw dropped open and I stared at her and my assistant Bev was in line behind me and she, all she could think was as she saw my face, what in the world is in that stall, you know? And here it's Karen. And she stepped out and she had just come from Boston heading back to Nashville where she lives. So the, the, the odds of running into each other right there are just astronomical. And Stowe, Stowe Daly is out on the concourse waiting for her. So when we step out together, her jaw dropped open and we're all very, very well versed in synchronicity. And we looked at each other and we said, what does this mean? And that's what I want all of you listening to ask when you are involved in a synchronicity like that. What's the meaning in these setups from the spirit world? And for us, it was we're going to continue working with each other. And look, now I have a radio show and that, that theme song was the first thing that came to my mind when the show came on. So, Suzanne, uh-huh. let's go to you here. Mm-hmm. Talk to us about recognizing synchronicities when they happen? Well, it's all well and good to have a synchronicity take place, but if you're not paying attention to it, it's kind of like that that old saying, if a tree falls in the forest and nobody hears it, did it make a sound? Your brain is not going to process information that it doesn't expect to see. So it becomes a matter of just practicing awareness of what's around you and practicing awareness of life's events. And I really advocate for keeping a journal. It doesn't have to be a big, long, involved thing about, you know, what you had for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, but more so about those um, synchronicities, the freaky-deaky coincidences, any signs, mm-hmm. any interesting things that happen. Because as you go back over time, you'll start to recognize patterns and trends in how the universe is speaking to you. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Yeah, it does. I can see. Can you all, all of you listening, see why she makes such a great teacher? (laughs) Mm, Excellent, excellent. Well, I I don't keep all three amazing. (laughs) But writing it down is so important because we can we can forget sometimes, right? Don't you think? And then you have it down too, and you look back over it, and yes, wow. Because your memory can make more of something, or it can make less of something, and it will mm-hmm. cause you to question, did that really happen that way? Or da, 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 da. And then there's that tendency to dismiss things because it's not what you expect. The, mm-hmm. the joy in life is the unexpected, the, the mm-hmm. little blessings that come our way, those little road signs that seem to point the way to us. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. And I, mm-hmm. uh, I don't write a journal anymore. I keep mine in on a document on my computer, and it's a file that's called Awesome Spiritual Experiences. And it, I totally agree with you about keeping a record because sometimes we can be very human and think we're making it up. And you, when you have this ongoing list of these beautiful synchronicities, these things that are far more than a coincidence, the things for which there are no other explanation then you go back and read it, and you know you're not making it up. So, and Tina, confidence too. It, don't you think it gives you confidence too to keep going and opening more and more um, when we when we go? Yes, this happened. This happened. I trust that it's my loved one. You know, it's happened repeatedly. Yes. Yeah, but and you know, one animals, thing I wanted Tina? to mention are these, these things with numbers, like 1111, and the synchronicities there. I have a lot of people, and I don't know if you two get the same thing, where they say, what does it mean when I see 1234 or 333, and do I need to look it up in an angel number dictionary or whatever? And the first thing I ask them is, what does it mean to you? 
and what was mm-hmm. happening at that time. Were you asking for a sign? Were you praying and saying, gosh, I'm really uh, you know, up against the wall here. Are things going to work mm-hmm. out? Because sometimes mm-hmm. it's just uh, with a nod to Bill and Judy Guggenheim and, and their amazing book, Hello from Heaven, sometimes it's just a hello from heaven. Right. There's no great deep yeah. meaning to it so much as to say, we love you, we've got your back, it's okay. And I've had that three 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 oh three 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 and three one three has been happening in my life since I was a child and I just mm. have always taken it as okay, you're here, I'm good. Right, right. And I get fifty sevens. So just the number fifty seven will appear on a license plate by itself. It'll appear on a sign somewhere. I just for me it's it's that I'm in the right track. That's you know, it. it's a it from yes. But people can get birthdays, though, because, I, yes. I, you know, they can get a birthday of a loved one um, in heaven. Yes. It's just, it can be so different. And, and that's why I just, you know, keep track of it. And I always say, thank you for that reminder, mm-hmm. or thank you for that pat on the back, or thank you for your support. Can I have another one again sometime <laughs> soon? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, beautiful. I'm glad you brought up the number, Suzanne, because so many of us have had that experience, and it's so easy to just blow it off and think, "Oh, I, you know, I could have looked at any time on the clock." But just saying that, right. thank you, and acknowledging it. Now, mm-hmm. I wanted to switch over, Tina. We were talking on the break about special animal synchronicities. Can oh. our animals help us out? You want to address that? Yes, you know, I I feel that animals can have soul contracts with us humans, and. I have an, well, I've, I've been so fortunate to have several dogs um, that have sat in readings with me, that have assisted in healing, and I often laugh when people say that they own an animal because I say, "How could you own an angel?" <laughs> you know, there there are many times the ones that we learn about unconditional love first. And there's sometimes the ones that leave this physical environment first. And so we learn so much. But on my birthday, uh, five years ago, I was um, at this place called Long Cantata in Tucson and having Mexican food. And I got an intuitive message and uh, the voice said, go over to the adoption. There was like an adoption center in that sort of strip mall. So uh, the people who are with me are like, oh, no, there she goes again. (laughs) (laughs) But I went there, and there was this beautiful white dog. He was ill, but he was he was just had the most beautiful eyes. I went and sat in the the you know the area with him, and he put his arms around me, and um, I knew that he was supposed to go with me. And long story short, he knew immediately how to sit down in the readings. He knew immediately how to help and assist. Mm-hmm. But I was walking him through the neighborhood. Uh, not that long after, and this woman comes running out of her house, and she says, there's King, and and I oh. renamed him Merlin, because I, I heard the name Merlin, but so we call him King Merlin. Um, anyway, she said, I know that, I know King, I know King, I took care of him at the Humane Society, we never wow. thought he was going to get adopted. He had so many physical problems, and I'm so excited, and so she hugged him and sat in the street with him. It was just a, an amazing moment. Beautiful. So he still helps me. I just had a lady comment on my Facebook page about her dog who had just died. And for all of you who are listening, you know, our dogs are as much, and our cats, our pets can be equal family members to those of us who have them. And when they pass, the grief is, is just as severe. And you have three mediums here. I know we've all brought through pets from the other side. And we can all assure you that when those beloved family members pass, they're fine and will be waiting to greet us as well. I don't want to get too off topic here with synchronicities, though, but pet, that issue always comes up. So you two ladies have a synchronicity in common, I believe. I don't know this story, so I'm going to be hearing it for the first time as our listeners today. But, Suzanne, you're going to be talking about this in your keynote speech at the Helping Parents Heal conference this weekend. So we're tipping the... You know, we're giving it away, tipping, speaking of tipping, giving it away a little bit here today. But you want to 
You two want to well, talk about just, the hiking in heaven story? Yes, absolutely. And it is a very hopeful, helpful, and healing uh, account of what has really taken place. Um, there are many synchronicities behind how I came to meet Elizabeth Venet Boisson uh, eight years ago, a little over eight years ago now. And um, her son in spirit, Morgan Boisson, arranged that and that's a whole other story that's that's been written about in a couple of books including mine but i want to fast forward to a very very interesting coincidence i was doing a reading shortly after i had met elizabeth for a woman named jody ruff in charleston south carolina and immediately her son came in in spirit and he was showing me a military uniform. He was showing me his car, his Mustang. And he told me that he had taken his own life and that uh, on the other side he had checked and seen that his friends who died in a car crash were there. It was a little confusing at first. I thought, well, he's telling me he's taken his own life, but his friends died in a car crash. Long story short, Brian Ruff, Jody's son, was a Citadel cadet, and there was a trip planned for several of his um, Citadel cadet buddies, and Brian had a nightmare that the car would crash and wrap around a tree and, and people would be killed, and he tried to talk his buddies out of going, and no avail. They went without him, and it happened. The car crashed, mm-hmm. and they all died. He carried that guilt around sort of a survivor's guilt because he thought, I had that dream, maybe I was meant to stop it. Who knows what was going through his head? He's a very fine young man, a wonderful athlete in football and wrestling. He just had, you know, the whole world was before him. But the depression got to be too much, and he did go to the other side of his own volition in his Mustang. So there was a lot of healing taking place in that reading, um, I had only had Jody's first name, and um, she knew it was real. She could feel the energy. And I always have to laugh when people say, oh, I don't know if that's real or if they research me or whatever. <laughs> there's always details that you can't research, mm-hmm. and there's a feeling you get in a reading. Brian was very happy, healthy, and whole, and he came in, and then after he showed me the other boys who had been killed in the car wreck, he was happy to be reunited with them, he brought another young man forward, Morgan Boisson. Wait a second. I'm doing a reading for a woman in Charleston, South Carolina, and she's bringing in Morgan, who is Elizabeth's son, who was living in Arizona. So I said, so there's a young man named Morgan here. Do you know him? And Jody said, nope, not at all. Mm-mm. And I said, well, they're together. And um, Brian says to me, we're hiking in heaven. And so Jody thought, well, that's nice. And I said, well, obviously you're meant to meet Elizabeth. So the two of them met by phone. And, of course, Elizabeth had been hiking every day since Morgan had gone to heaven um, as a way to feel close to him. So that was kind of special. Well, fast forward just a few weeks later, Elizabeth goes down to Tucson to have a reading with Tina. I have, don't even know Tina. I hadn't heard of mm-hmm. Tina yet. And during Elizabeth's reading with Tina, Tina picked up on Brian Ruff, wow. giving details that Elizabeth immediately put together. And the clincher was this. Morgan said I, that he had Brian with him, or the young man with him. Okay, she didn't name the young man, but there were enough details there that you'll either have to watch the live stream of Helping Parents <laughs> Heal or read my book to get that because they're, they're amazing. But then Mor- Morgan says, and Mom, we're hiking in heaven, and, re- and Tina repeats those words. You've got to love it. And I have oh. both mediums yeah. on the air with us right now, Tina Powers and Suzanne Wilson, oh. both getting the same message from those in the spirit world, that these two young men who had passed are together on the other side. Tina, this is so real, isn't it? It is. My, um, I have goosebumps. <laughs> I bet I bet listeners have goosebumps as well. Mm-hmm. The exact words. Uh, they do that, don't they? So we know it's real. Mm-hmm. Uh, and y- y- you, you couldn't. That's why when people go. Did you make that up? 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's astronomically impossible. I mean, the odds, there are no odds to something like this. Exactly. And so everybody, everybody wins in this scenario, right? Um, all the parents, everybody gets the, I, it still has me, um, my mouth dropped open when you were I know. it. I know. And it's so special. And yesterday I was working on slides for Saturday. I just have a few really beautiful slides of of mountain scenes and things like that because I'll tell the story in in some amazing Mm -hmm. details with it. And all of a sudden I'm going to get choked up. I'm going to (laughs) cry. Guys, Brian and Morgan walked into the room with me. I heard about this from Morgan's mom what? last night at dinner, Elizabeth Boisson, because the, the four couples who are in my book still right here got together for the Ooh. first time since that the book was written. And, and Elizabeth turned to us and she told the story. So as you were telling it, Suzanne, I'm thinking, where did I just hear this? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. The boy yeah. showed up. Wow. The boy showed up. And there was so wow. much love and so much excitement. And at first I thought, who in spirit is so rude to be standing behind me and looking over my shoulder, you know? But I felt them, and I felt their happiness, and they, these are two strong, um, amazing, powerful young men that absolutely enjoy each other's company, that absolutely help the other kids. I know that the kids on the other side are helping their parents meet each other, and what was amazing was that Morgan joked, and when I talked to his mom, Um, I called her right away. It was a joke that he had made before, but he looked at the slide where I have two young men on the mountain, and he looked at it and said, um, he, he, he made a joke about he was happy that the young man that was supposed to be him on the slide, because it was like stock art, um, is slim like I am now. <laughs> and that's a joke he had made to her in life about, he joked around about losing his belly, and he, he had come to her shortly after he passed in a dream and said, look, mom, I'm losing weight hair over here and I'm getting slim and I didn't know that um, but he knew and he knew I would repeat it but also Morgan was just being Morgan Brian was just being Brian the guys were hanging Mm -hmm. out and joking around Um, life goes on and their life is good and they want it to be good for us too and I was able to thank Morgan I thanked him I said you know years ago when this first happened because there was no helping parents heal eight years ago Mm -hmm. it grew from um, Elizabeth Boisson and Mark Ireland and I got to be the one to to introduce them thanks to Morgan I'm happy to be used guys you guys can use me anytime you want from the other side I'm honored to be a service but you know the first meeting was 30 people 40 people now there's over 10,000 that's them that's their right. work. So yesterday, I had the opportunity to thank Morgan for helping me decide to devote my life to this work because I, it was mm. at a time where I'd walked away from stock options and big paychecks and cars and fancy mm-hmm. boats and stuff to do this, and I was very unsure of myself. But because mm-hmm. of him and because of how hard he works on the other side, he's my inspiration. And yeah. I got to thank him. And it, it's so, so powerful. So powerful. Beautiful. Ugh. And that's why I, I love having both of you on the show because your hearts are in the right place. And that's a phrase mm-hmm. that, that I use a lot. When your heart's in the right place, things fall into place. And synchronicities, again, to, to as we begin to wrap up, mm-hmm. we just have a couple minutes left, are, are a way of showing that you're in the flow. Tina, do you have any, any final thoughts about synchronicities, how people can use them in their lives or what they mean to people before we end the show? You know, I I just feel, I, you know, I don't know if any of you ever get music, but I get music mm. sometimes. And so when when I wake up and I have a song in my head, when I have a thought that won't go away, when there's a direction, I would just say to people to pay, try paying attention to it. The minute we judge something, we contract it, we make it smaller, we make it improbable. The moment, how about we just try agreeing with it and moving forward and being in joy with it and more comes. So starting to trust it, 
more and more. And that gratitude, gratitude is so amazing, isn't it? When we're, when, mm-hmm. like when Suzanne pointed out, when we say thank you, um, when we thank our guides, our loved ones, when we thank for the signs, our, and our friends in spirit, and not only in spirit, rather, but on the earth, when we're in gratitude, I feel we pull so much more synchronicity to us. Absolutely. It brings us into a state of coherence. It's actually been scientifically measured that gratitude brings us into that state. So, Suzanne, any parting words from you about synchronicity? Well, I'm just going to say, folks, remember that your heart generates an electromagnetic field. So make sure that you're focused on love, compassion, Mm. Uh, positivity towards yourself and towards others because that electromagnetic field is going to connect into, if you want to call it the matrix or the universal consciousness, whatever you're focused on is what is going to come to you. Mm. Don't we all want positive things and don't we want more signs and more help on this path that can be such a rocky road? I just want to say I always pride myself on being so professional and I'll never cry. Although, you know, sometimes I think I cry when there's a little boy or a little girl and a puppy dog both coming in from spirit. It's like, oh, my God a kid and a dog but i felt so safe with you guys it's been an honor to have both of you on the show and thank you all for listening i'd love if you check out these two mediums and their wonderful work see what events they have coming up what classes tina powers her website is her name tinapowers.com and suzanne wilson Wilson is the carefreemedium.com. No T-H-E, just carefreemedium.com. Ladies, we're out of time, but thank you so much. It's been really special. Thank you so much for having me. All right, we'll see all of you next Uh week. Take care. of us have heard someone say, I've learned my lesson. I'll never do that again. All too rarely do we hear, that was a wonderful lesson. I'm glad it happened just the way it did, even though I was uncomfortable going through it. I now understand why I experienced the pain. With this new awareness, I can change my behavior so I won't make the same mistake in the future. We bear a good part of the responsibility for creating both the positive and the negative situations we experience in daily life. Wisdom comes from understanding the result of our choices and realizing that we can always choose differently. By fearlessly confronting the role you play in the experiences you may have judged as mistakes in your life, you can make future experiences fruitful and increase your wisdom. This Law of Life is brought to you by Unity. To find a Unity Church near you, visit www.unity.org. the saying, a good deed is its own reward? Well, moving toward a plant-based diet and vegan lifestyle is one kind and compassionate act that isn't just its own reward. It will also reward you with vibrant health, boundless energy, an easy way to keep your weight where you want it, and according to Yogi's and Unity's co-founder Charles Fillmore, even give a boost to your spiritual life. On Main Street Vegan, the radio program named for the popular book, Victoria Moran will make your move in a vegan direction easy, fun, affordable, and delicious. With enticing topics and entertaining guests every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Central Time, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Be sure to grab the latest issue of Unity Magazine and read the interview with Ram Das, the iconic spiritual leader of the 60s. He's now focused on how to age consciously. Spiritual author Thomas Moore reflects on grumpy old men and women. 
And Barbara Bowen writes a touching story about her experience as a caregiver to her mother with dementia. To subscribe to Unity Magazine, go to unity.org and click on Publications. Sometimes you might feel so alone with your problems, you don't know where to turn. We invite you to call Silent Unity, the 24-7 prayer ministry, where someone is waiting to pray with you every day at any hour. Listen and relax as you hear the beautiful words affirm the highest and best outcome for you and those you love. No matter what's going on in your life, Silent Unity is always standing by. The toll-free number is 1-800-NOW-PRAY. Did you know you can reach Unity's 24-7 prayer ministry online? You don't even have to give your name to know the prayers have begun for you or those you love. Someone has been praying around the clock at Silent Unity since 1890, and every request is taken into prayer for 30 days. Why not let us pray with you, too? To submit your prayer request to Silent Unity online, go to unity.org and click on prayer or call 1-800-NOW-PRAY. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa, and I've been a medical intuitive for over 30 years. Let me help you find new ways to heal physical and emotional problems. Be a part of my Healthy Living Intuitively podcast studio audience every week. Follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mona Lisa fan page, and Instagram, Dr. Mona Lisa One, to get that information. I answer audience questions, and you can learn from people calling in that might be dealing with the same things that you are. Follow Healthy Living Intuitively, part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and wherever you get your podcasts.